everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond the Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 20th, 2020. Strong hand, long-term thinking, unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Do not accept a new normal. Fitting in is overrated. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. culture. Deferral of gratification, conviction. We're in a golden age. You're relentless, baby. Strive for greatness. All right, guys. Hello, my elite friends. How you doing? This is the Beyond Bitcoin show that is here on the backup channel. Proud Zionist Jew. That's the name of this channel because I am a proud Zionist Jew. Uh, we've been doing uh, for two and a half months or over two months. We had to do the, the main show here, but the Bitcoin Meister channel is back. Subscribe to it. Subscribe to this channel. And every Saturday, you're going to every Saturday night, you're going to get beyond Bitcoin shows, including tonight. And you're going to get every other day of the week. You're going to get old shows here. And then on the main channel, you're going to get new shows six days of the week. We'll get into into it in a second, my elite friends. If you have questions, though, I have answers. Type in Proud Zionist Jew, and I will uh, or do just get my attention somehow, and uh, I will answer your questions. Make it beyond Bitcoin type of questions, but I mean, you can ask cryptocurrency, I guess. Now, uh, the, uh, the this week in Bitcoin show on Friday. Check it out. It is linked to below. You can see all of them at techbalt.com, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Anders, the Bitcoin rabbi, and Jan were on. Oh, my God. They were in motion. Best guest in the freaking space. All right. So let's get beyond Bitcoin. Do you think this is overkill? A five-pound bag of garlic? I mean, I didn't think it was. I mean, I like garlic. Healthy lifestyle, baby. So this will last me a while. I'm going to be here in Asheville, North Carolina until September the 15th. It's official now. I am pumped. I'm going to be here for the next three months. It's awesome here. I can get my five-pound uh, bags of uh, garlic. And garlics. I always try to have a, a little bit every day with my meal. Very good for you. Natural antibiotic, they say. I mean, remember, people, in this day and age, preventative type of uh, – Preventative stuff. Come on. Eat healthy. Be healthy. You won't have to worry about being sick and uh, out of shape and everything. So this is always fun. Five pounds a bag of garlic. All right. Pound that like button for the five pound uh, garlic there. Five pound bag of garlic. Do you guys want a 3D printing show? I can arrange that. We can have a Beyond Bitcoin show or just a show on this channel that's about 3D printing Linear Trav, who was on This Week in Bitcoin show, is uh, very knowledgeable in, in the 3D printing, and I'm fascinated by it. Tizen also was loving it. Uh, it's the golden age, dude, and we're going to see a lot of this 3D printing here in the 2020s. I'm excited. So tell me in the comments if you want a uh, 3D printing uh, episode. Okay, own the word privilege. If someone says you're privileged, just say, yeah, I'm Bitcoin privileged, man. So what's it to you, man? What's wrong? I worked hard. I was a long-term thinker. I wasn't impulsive. And uh, because of that, I've got the privilege of Bitcoin. So can you. Own the word, baby. Nothing 
don't, don't, don't let people call you privileged and you, you should be ashamed of it. No, you should be proud. Hard work, long-term thinking, impulsive, defer, uh, lack of impulsivity, deferral of gratification. Come on. All right. Someone said, I see someone uh, in, in the comment section. Let's see. Uh, Bitcoin. Uh, yes, a 3D printing show would be great. Bring it. Yes, good. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you think so. All right, dudes. Remember, retweet this thing out there so the people uh, remember that the backup channel is in effect on Saturday nights. Is it? You know, people can get confused about this. Uh, they, don't, they don't get it fully. All right, I understand. Backup channel, main channel, beyond Bitcoin. This week in Bitcoin. If you just again, if you just go to disruptmeister.com, you can see all the videos. If you go to my Steam it or my Hive. Bitcoin Meister, you just see all the videos. You don't know what channel you're watching them on. And of course, all you people at sportsmeister.com listening, you get all the new shows there. You don't even know what the heck I'm talking about. So if that if that simplifies it for you. Uh, yeah, so you're going to get some uh, classic uh, Beyond Bitcoin shows here the next two days. The, the second one and the first one are coming up. They are classics. And uh They'll be on a repeat here on the uh, Proud Zionist Jew channel. I actually had to edit the, the first one a little bit. There were some issues with that one to make it totally beyond Bitcoin. So it did a little different. All right. <clears throat> uh, and uh, the Washington Post has an article about the state of Maryland. And I'm from the state of Maryland originally. Uh, overdoses are up 2.6%. That preliminary data released this week shows that after a year of declines, overdose deaths in Maryland climbed by 2.6% during the first three months of 2020 compared with the same period last year. Wow, imagine that. Have people been like stuck in their houses and out of work and people uh, saying that the world's been over? You, you wouldn't expect people to start doing drugs then and ODing. And it's uh, get, get ready to compare the second quarter numbers of 2020 to 2019. It's even going to be worse because remember all this insanity was only going on in March uh, in America, all this uh, media driven hysteria. Uh, so the numbers of ODs uh, sadly will be up e e even more uh, for the second quarter compared to the second quarter of uh, 2019. But Hey, at least someone mentioned it. They didn't, they didn't really, I mean, it's, it's not hard to imagine why that would happen, but let's keep it positive here. Remember, dudes, keep it keep it positive. Keep producing. There's a lot of people that like destruction and et cetera, et cetera. We, we, we've been seeing uh, violence out there. Keep it positive. Keep it positive. You know, I, I want to say something. Everyone knows I got an old, I got my new laptop set up finally because my old one uh, had some issues. And I, it's fine. I bought the new laptop to set it up. I should have set it up in Baltimore, but I ran out of time. For all of you who've always wondered, this is what the old laptop looks like. Oh, yeah, it's heavier than that uh, bag of garlic. What's it got? So it says BTC, Tel Aviv, don't trust, verify Bitcoin. The post office box of my father, I, I, <laughs> he, he used to get, or he still gets, uh, uh, it's, it still gets sent to the house in, uh, in, in Baltimore. The little uh, tags you put on your... Uh, the return address, you know, he signed up for all these charities and everything, and you get these free return address things. So, yeah, I just put that on there for some reason. But, yes, yeah, this, this is a big clunker here. Yeah, look at that thing. 
Yeah, that's this is what I was using. All you people that would wonder why is the picture so bad? The Dell, I mean, it's it's worn out. Uh, I'll try. I'll, I'll transfer the stuff from the hard drive onto my new one. So, some people when they would see me with this thing at events, they would laugh. It is funny. It served me well though, baby. <laughs> and because I didn't spend a lot of money on it. Yeah, I get to travel around the world. It's pretty freaking awesome. Pound that like button. All right, let's see. We got uh, we got people talking over there in the chat, I see. Let me see if it's anything. Uh, Kiwi Bloke is in there. Okay, good. We got people from down. Uh, we got Kiwi Bloke. We've got a uh, Australian. I mean, we got all sorts. All right. Let's see. Yeah, so I showed the laptop. Oh, here we go. We got something good. I, by the way, I mean, you, you guys know this by now. I flew on a cross-country flight on May the 31st from Los Angeles to Baltimore. It was on Southwest Airlines. It was about a third filled of 60-some people on it. Here we got something from MSN, and nothing happened to me. It's fine. And by the way, that's where you're breathing in everyone's air, a mask. It doesn't matter. It's nothing to worry about because this coronavirus thing, is it's just a bad cold for most people. For most people, it's nothing. It is a cold. I mean, coronavirus is a cold. You know, the common cold is a coronavirus sometimes. Um, but and then for some old people die from colds too. I mean, it's true. I mean, when you get to be 90 some years, by the way, you know when you get to be 99 years old? I mean, just being 99 years old, there's a third of a, a 33% chance you will die. That's that's it's not a disease being 99 years old, but it's you you turn 99. 33% chance you're not making it to 100. That's just, that's part of life. But people forget about that. You know, they, they hear about people dying. If, if the media didn't tell, the media could tell you about so many different things that people die from. They die from throat, they die from flu, they do, and it's young people, old people, but they don't do that. So everyone became fixated on this virus thing and they're scared. The, the whole point of me rambling about that part, part right now was confidence in travel slides with less than half willing to fly says MSN. So Americans are freaked out still. They're, half of them are scared to fly. And it's ridiculous. Look at me. What did it do to me? People are flying all the time. Great deals out there. I encourage all of you to fly and to pound that like button. Tax revenue shortfalls in states will be in the news soon. Okay. People will be tweeting about it. Uh, this guy, Adam uh, Tooze, alerted me to this. People were... Uh, poking fun at South Dakota for uh, not shutting down. And they're only going to have a four, they, they have the lowest of all the budget shortfalls. Okay. Only a 4% tax revenue shortfall they're, uh, they're predicting. Some of these states, California, New York, some of the East coast states, we're talking like 30% uh, tax revenue shortfall because they shut down all the businesses. This is what, this is what happens. And they're all going to ask for bailouts and this is going to be big news soon because either they're going to have to raise taxes on people or they're going to have to get a bailout from the federal government. But South Dakota is the least and they didn't shut down. Oh, imagine that. Imagine that. But these other ones that uh, the 30 percent tax revenue shortfall. That is incredible. That's incredible. Kyle Kashuv. Uh, and so the big yeah, already California, New York are, are begging for bailouts. And if, if, if Biden becomes president, obviously they'll get their bailout, uh, bailout, no doubt about that. They'll just print more dollars. <laughs> now, and we'll, and Yaron Brook, 
uh, had a great show about the Federal Reserve. It's linked to below. I'll talk about it in a second. Kyle Cashew tweeted out a clip from the famous Seinfeld uh, ribbon episode where Kramer would not wear the AIDS ribbon. And it has new subtitles under it. It is hilarious. The subtitles are about not wearing the Black Lives Matter square. Because and I, I talked about this. Ben Shapiro talked about this on our own. We, we, we compare. We thought it's ridiculous. The age ribbon thing is the same thing as you, you don't have the Black Lives Matter square. That means you hate black people. No, it's, it's completely ridiculous. But it, again, the Seinfeld episode was also completely ridiculous with the age ribbon. So check it out. It's pretty funny. You you don't have to show the world. Uh, you don't have to virtue signal uh, to to be a, a a normal human being that you, you care about others and you don't you don't hate others just because you don't do something doesn't mean you you hate people all right just because you uh, you don't uh, you, you won't say uh, put a Black Lives Matter sign and by the Black Lives Matter organization is a terrible organization so it, it makes sense that people would not want to uh, be associated with it but. With all this peer pressure and fitting in is overrated stuff because it is overrated. But an eighty percent are nonsense out there. No one's thinking anymore. They're they're like you must have the BLM square. You must have the sign. By the way, here in Asheville, North Carolina, I see more Black Black Lives Matter signs than Black people. <laughs> it's quite interesting. Don't know what that means. Now, um, all right. All these virtue signaling hipsters. Okay. Um, and again, people, my old channel has been back for a week. You can see it, disruptmeister.com. You can go all the, it's Bitcoin Meister. Look it up, but you can see all, all over 1,700 Bitcoin related videos I have been in at disruptmeister.com, the archives, baby. And the video of mine, remember, on April 1st, my channel got taken down. What happened was I posted an April Fool's video and it triggered the algorithm to give it a warning because I said the word, I think because I said the word riot in the title. And then the algorithm went totally berserk and just banned the channel. That's not what's supposed to happen there. If you guys want to see that old video, it's linked to below. It's at BitChute. And the reason I bring it up is because I talked about possible riots of the future back on April the 1st. I talked about people getting a little uh, antsy sitting around, and I actually encouraged people to, uh, to protest the virus by just getting on their bikes and riding around and, and getting out. And part of the reason the riots were so big is because people were antsy. And they, they wanted something to do. That was the way uh, they, they were getting out. Now, that, it's not a good way to get out your frustration, burning down uh, buildings. No, that, that's not good. But it was expected. And in that video of mine that got banned, I actually talk about this before it happened. You know, on, on April 1st, I talk about riots. There were no riots on April 1st. It's linked to below on BitChute. It's my most popular video on BitChute. And, of course, if you follow me on, I mean, on BitChute, at, uh, at Bitcoin Meister on BitChute, you don't know that I switch channels back and forth here either because you just get all the shows there. That's it. All right. Now, here's a title. For less than $400,000, uh, 
you can now get Uruguay tax residency. Well, good job, Uruguay. They have a new president over there who isn't a communist or socialist. That's good for Uruguay. I love Uruguay. I have relatives there. Montevideo is the Baltimore of South America, but in a good way. And uh, <laughs> they're in motion. They're trying to get the, they're selling, they're basically selling tax residency. Now, um, here in America, we're, we're USA tax slaves for the rest of our lives. It's very difficult to uh, break that yoke there. Uh, so this is good for everybody else in the world. You, you can easily uh, become a tax resident. You can give up your tax residency of your whatever country you live in now and, you know, spend $400,000 in Uruguay or you own a house or whatever. And I guess we're talking about upper class people here, but still some of you are watching this. Uh, good, good for Uruguay. And uh, yeah, good for the freedom of people who want to uh, have a, a, a different tax residency other than Americans. Okay. Who, who just cannot, get out of the situation that we're in. Now there's a hilarious snitch thread on Twitter about a CNN story. And, and it's just so funny that the people are so tired of the screaming Karens in this thread. It's, it's, it's a good Twitter thread. New York has received 25,000 complaints of non-compliance with reopening rules as the COVID pandemic continues, Governor Andrew Cuomo says. And the chutzpah of him to even say such a thing when he, when people are rioting and stuff, I mean, that there's still a snitch line in New York when we have all these protests and riots and, and, and everything that's going on. And people are tired of it. And you can see it in, in the Twitter thread. That's why, again, the people who are familiar with the chan this channel know, you just don't sit there passively on Twitter and let Twitter feed you stuff of the people that you follow. You go to specific Twitter feeds. You see articles and then you copy the URLs. You type them into the search on Twitter and it'll show you places where people were talking about those articles. And, and you just get a whole new perspective and you get to see what the what people are actually saying. And it's just, you learn. And we're going to talk about learning in a second. So again, I am Bitcoin Meister on Hive. And on Steam, it they are linked to below, and that they're it's live there right now. The show. So it was it's pretty crazy in Tulsa tonight. Apparently, uh, Trump had a rally there, and I do want to commend the president for having an indoor rally, just showing the freaking world that there's nothing to worry about. All these sports are freaked out about having events. Dude, you could have you could have a bad NBA game there, uh, a hockey game in an arena. What what the heck uh, with people in it? He just proved it. Now, of course, the, the mainstream media is, is going to say people got sick because it's nonsense. It's nonsense. So I give him I give him credit for going through with that. I mean, people were trying to stop it and just what what a, and you'll see in a few weeks it's just fine. No one's dying from it. There, by the way, there are people out there that are like. Well, since 5% of the people die from this disease, that means 5% of the people at the uh, rally are going to die. First of all, 5% of the people don't die from this. It, it, people's concept of, of numbers, they have no concept at all, at all, when it comes to this uh, cold, this coronavirus, whatever it is. 5%, if 5% of all the people that got it died, I mean, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> The amount of carnage that would be out there. That would be a serious thing. It's so 
it, it's less than 0.1% probably. And, and, and with, with, with younger people and it's even, it's, we're not, we're okay. We're, we're not getting, we're getting distracted with that. I'm getting distracted with the uh, virus panic hysteria manufactured by the media. Now, what he said, there's a link, I, I linked to a tweet that shows a clip. Was, I didn't see this. I don't, I'm not watching the darn uh, rally. I don't need to watch the rally. Uh, it, it's, you know, you can guess what happens at the rally. But he, he had a good line here. And if he sticks with this, if he sticks with these two points, he'll win. And, and he just, I mean, the media won't talk about it. Maybe Fox will talk about this stuff. President Trump, if he says, if the Democrats gain power, power, the rioters will be in charge and no one will be safe. Joe Biden is not the leader of his party. He is a helpless puppet of the radical left. So, okay, Trump's just got to stick with that. That's all he's got to stick with. Because if if they actually put Joe Biden in a debate, oh, my God, with Trump, it's going to end up horrible for Joe Biden. I, I don't see how the Democrats stick with Joe Biden. I, I really don't. I, I can't believe this because he he's clear if Trump all Trump has to do because they must they must be counting on Trump just doing saying more insane things, which he does say sometimes. But Joe and, and then then blowing it out of proportion. Joe Biden is not a leader of his party. He is a helpless puppet of the radical left. So just say he's a helpless puppet of the radical left, which he because he's not a he, he's unfortunately he's having mind issues. He's a puppet of the and to say radical left, that's important too. That gets people like and then the rioters will be in charge. No one wants rioters to be in charge, but I mean, it. it yeah, the all the, the mainstream Democratic Party now is doing whatever the riots want. Rioters want them to do in Seattle. It's, it, the situation is is ludicrous. <laughs> um, and so it's it's really simple to stick with that. Stick with that, dude. If you want to win, if you want now again, if Trump loses, it's not, it's not the end of the world or whatever. You control your own destiny, people. You control your so don't worry about that stuff very much. Don't worry about the po- po- politics. You avoid move away from the cities where the riots are. Always be true. You can always be on the road like I am. If again, uh, your children and I mean, it's good to have children. It's, it, if I mean, that, that's a choice people make, children and possessions are attack vectors. Okay, so I don't have children. I don't have possessions. I don't have those attack vectors. I get to go wherever I want to go. And so I'm here for three months, whatever. And and it's awesome here. It really is awesome here. Um, but if things started to be bad here, I would leave here. Okay. Well, I, I would do my three months here and then I would just never come back here again. And that that's the, the freedom that I have. And so if things get bad in your area, move. And we're going to talk about that in a second. But helpless puppet of the left, rioters will be in charge. Stick with it, Trump. That's That's your winning ticket right there. Real easy. And someone has a tweet out there. Who is this? Arthur, Arthur Anonymous says, COVID-19 took a three-week vacation. It'll be back soon enough, especially after a case is proven to have spread at Trump's rally. There you go. That's his commentary on the media. I, I agree with it uh, totally. The, the media will cover the riots for a while, but they'll, they'll go back to, they'll go back to the COVID. It's not working, though. That, that's the best thing. Uh, and that, that was the best part of the rally, again. That it showed it shows the world that hey, we can do normal things. People can get together. They can so they don't have to be ten feet apart and just, it, and it can be inside and it's not the end of the world. Uh, but yes, and uh, they they won't. Who knows? Something else will probably come up between 
<laughs> Who can imagine? You know, we've had a, this fake pandemic, and we've had a, a and it's it's a real disease, but it's nothing to worry about uh, if you're healthy. And again, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Sorry if you're not healthy, if you if you brought diabetes onto yourself because you've lived an unhealthy lifestyle. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. What can I say, dude? Get in shape. I'm not sacrificing. So you you might not. So the, the slim chance that you might die from this thing uh, happens. No, it, it's still a very slim. Even if you're morbidly obese, the chance of you dying is just not very high. Uh, by the way, Satoshi, this says, like Satoshi Nakamoto. This is a Bitcoin shirt. Yeah, I've got a lot of these things apparently. Pound that like button. So uh, a hub of non-panicked information related to this virus, evidencenotfear.com. I just found this. It's a good source, I guess. They're pretty rational over there. Matt Taibbi had a tweet and an article, which was pretty good about the media to totally falling apart. We're watching an intellectual revolution undertaken by a cowardly mob of upper-class social media addicts. Twitter Robespierre's who move from discipline to discipline, torching reputations and jobs with breathtaking casualness. So yeah, cancel culture. There's a bunch of people out there that just search. I mean, I, I guess they spend all their day time uh finding stuff that offends uh, their political correct uh, sensitivities. And uh, then they uh, go to destroy them. They're a mob. They're a cowardly mob because they are, they wouldn't, they would never do stuff face to face. It's, it's easy to be cowardly online uh, hiding behind a, a Twitter and, and retweeting and saying how offended you are and virtue signaling. But yeah, we're, we're and it's, it is people. It's people who are somewhat intelligent here that are doing this, that are that are coming up with, you know, they, they find something that's offensive. They do a little background research into the person and then they just let the social media hate go wild. And uh, some people in the media do it. They're not even reporters anymore. They're activists. Ben Shapiro has been talking about this, that there's instead of reporting on stories, these dudes are making up stories uh, like that Jake Dillenthal uh movie that I cannot think of that I watched on a plane once. Night Stalker, I think it's called. Night something or other. I mean, he he's covering he, he, he starts making he's covering the news, but he starts making up his own stories. He starts and, and uh, thus he has to scoop on all the stories because he's making his own stories. Alright, now here is a Matt O'Dell has a tweet which kind of talks of what's going on today, but I have a different, a little bit different take. He says, working class fighting each other while the powerful stoke tensions from their home office. I don't like, I don't like the word powerful there. I'll say this. There are a lot of people that are definitely uh, getting into confrontations on the street. You know, today in Tulsa, there's the Trump people yelling at the, uh, or yelling at the protest people, the protest people yelling at the Trump people. A lot of these people are 80 percenters that live through Trump, that live through BLM. Um, and they and the tensions are definitely be, being stoked by people hiding behind keyboards who are sometimes 20 percenters, who are sometimes productive people, smart people, or who could be productive people. Uh, and so – don't get into violent confrontations 
uh, over this stuff, okay, people? Because you, some people are being manipulated. It might not be you that's being manipulated, but the the some of the BLM people are, are totally being manipulated because it's, it's emotional stuff. It's smart people. He calls them powerful people. Uh, using emotionally triggering, triggering uh, episodes to get people to go crazy and, and to do things that they shouldn't be doing to commit violent acts, to make uh, violent acts seem normal. And they're not normal, that it's a complete horrible what's going on. You, people were, there, there was a video of, uh, it's, I'm not even going to get into it. If someone, if someone calls you a name, be a grown up. I, I mean, sticks and stones can break my bones and names will never hurt me. Okay. But the, today, you know, you call someone a name, they go punch you. They sucker punch you in the back of the head. I mean, that, that's what's what's gotten by. And this is some of that you can call some of these people working class if you if you want to. Um, they are they've just been uh, I don't know what's wrong. I mean, they, they've been triggered. And, but in, in the end of the day, it's their fault. OK, it's their fault. that They're falling for this uh, uh, this manipulation. OK, you because a person got you angry on Twitter and made you feel like you're uh, that you, you got to blame, uh, you know, past grievances of a group on others doesn't mean you have the right to start punching people and uh, being completely uh, antisocial and nonproductive. All right. Now here's another, you know, CNN <laughs> just like, I don't know who falls for this stuff. Their articles are such fear. It's just such fear mongering and such lies. Now I feel bad for the teenager in this article. Okay. Um, he, I think he might be autistic. He was morbidly obese. Uh, I think he had diabetes. Okay. So he wasn't healthy. He wasn't healthy. He, he had a hard life. I mean, that's sad. All right. So, but their headline, which is a disgrace, I think, to the, the family of this kid, healthy teenager who took precautions died suddenly of COVID-19. And I linked to the article below, but I, I searched the article out on Twitter. And so many people were like, dude, this kid uh, was not healthy. How can you say he was healthy? How can you say obesity and diabetes is healthy? It's not healthy. They're just lying. They, ju they want an article about a kid dying so much that they will lie about the kid. Okay. They want to scare people. They want to because this doesn't affect kids, okay? Healthy kids at all, at all. He wasn't healthy, and it's sad he wasn't healthy. Okay, I feel I feel bad for the kid's family and everything. All right, and that he's being trotted out as a healthy kid. You you see his picture. Go to the article. It right away. It's right in your face. It's right in your face that this is it's a complete lie for them to say that. Um, they have no shame, of course, but um. Yeah, and I, I have said this, that God forbid, God forbid, the next panic is going to be over something that affects kids, all right, or something that they make, that the media makes to seem like it affects kids. They, they, they so want this. They want something that affects healthy kids. That's how, that's how sick this world is, man. That's sickening. They just, they're just craving that for their ratings or whatever. Dude, cover real news, intelligent news. There's all sorts of stuff going on out there. China and India are having a major – might have a conflict. No, Do you hear about that at all, that the Chinese and the India have a – the two most populated countries on earth? 
with a bunch of extra men in them because these cultures unfortunately have abortions of, of, of girls. Uh, they have the way too the proportions of men to women. It's horrible. So you, you don't want countries like that getting into the little border spats. But no, CNN wants to talk about healthy teenagers who have who are dying of COVID who aren't healthy. Um, and, and, and that's a shame. And and and, and they're just jonesing for a bunch of children to, to get sick. That That's what they want. All right. Here, let's just see uh, what we have here. Political war. OK. Um, hi from L.A. Hey, Hope from L.A. I'm going to talk about uh, L.A. in a second. All right. Trump for having an indoor rally. <laughs> commending Trump for having – yeah, I'm commending Trump for having an indoor rally. It's great. There's not – dude, if you're scared of an indoor rally, don't go to an indoor rally, dude. It's, it's, it's that sad. It, it, it's, it's, it's that simple. It's that simple. People, I was on, I was on a plane, a, a cross country flight. Being on a plane, you're breathing in more dirty air than, uh, than being at uh, a, a big arena in Oklahoma. Okay, so please, I encourage everyone to get on those planes if you're healthy. Get in those arenas. Get back to normal life. There is nothing to worry about if you are healthy. There is nothing to worry about. And we're going to get into the fecal oral transmission of it too, that they don't talk about. Wash your hands. How about that, people? Wash your hands. Carl Denninger, I'll, I'll get into it now. His best article, Carl Denninger, uh, you guys, I've been, market ticker, it's linked to below. I've been talking about him for, oh, I've talked about him for years, okay, because he's been wrong about Bitcoin. He's, but he's right about a lot of things. He's been right about this virus He's been more right than anyone. He's a genius, first of all. He is a genius. And the research that he's done into this, and he, from the very beginning, he said there's there's been a fecal oral transmission route to this also. And it's probably not – it's probably easier transmitted that way. And that some people have an immunity to this for some reason, whether they got it in November or whether there's cross immunity from another coronavirus. So uh, – to have herd to get to herd immunity is a lot easier than people think it is. But and if Carl Denninger knows this, the people in government whose job it is, they should definitely know this. And if they do know this, what they're doing by fearmongering still is a crime, is a freaking crime. If they know all what Carl Denninger knows here, and so that is linked to below. The article is his best one yet. If you if if you want to learn about this coronavirus, what is really going on scientifically. You read, read it, read it. Every little fact he's got there, okay? It's, I know some people can't read anymore. They have horrible reading comprehension. If you have good reading comprehension, read it, okay? If you can understand, uh, uh, you know, a 12th grade reading level or whatever, re read it, all right? It's, it's good stuff. You're going to learn a lot. All right, pound that like button, people. Now, let's, uh, I, I, I was going to talk about that at the end of the show, but he has been great. And there, uh, uh, uh a couple of people have mentioned to me uh, how they appreciate that I bring up Carl Denninger on this topic. He has been the best out there on coronavirus, the ticker guy, whatever you follow him on Twitter, read his articles. I read his articles every day. It's great. It's great. And again, he's not right on Bitcoin, but he's right on this. He's right on this. Now, moving on. I want to say, uh, you know, this YouTube, Twitter, social media these years of now doing it 
I mean, I am proud to share my ideas out there because most people can't share their ideas. Most people can't speak up. Most people can't stand up. I mean, and so I, I just, I'm proud of it. I love it. I love putting it out there. I love being in the Bitcoin overlay. Uh, and so you get it. You get stuff like this here on the Beyond Bitcoin show. So I'm, again, I'm trying to separate the Beyond stuff from the Bitcoin stuff. That's why we're going to do this on the backup channel. Proud Zionist Jew for, for now on. Uh, but I mean, I love my Bitcoin ideas too. And I'm, the, the crypto dividends, all of that stuff has been fun. And so I encourage people to share your ideas out there in the public space uh, to the best of your ability. And I know some people have jobs. They don't want to get fired. But so many people, I mean, they regret that they had, they had something to say, but they never put it out there. Put it out there. Put it out there. Be in motion, baby. And be proud of it. Be proud. People... These days, you're encouraged to be ashamed of everything. You're called privilege, all this stuff. It's, it's the guilt, the, the uh, victim glorification. Be proud that you are productive and that you're a freaking winner, dude, and that you are in the Bitcoin overlay, baby. And you keep on. You don't stop, baby. You do not stop. I don't stop. I never give up. That's why you, I got the channel back. You don't give up, baby. All right. Now. Let's talk about Fairfax. There's someone said they were from LA and everybody remembers three weeks ago. Now my last night in Los Angeles, uh, when Shavuot ended, it was a Jewish holiday of Shavuot. I did the beyond Bitcoin show and there was a riot going on outside. There was looting two blocks from me at the time. I thought it was 14 blocks from me, but the next day I saw the broken glass. I saw the, the white car that had been lit on fire two blocks south of me uh, toward uh, toward Melrose. And it's it's called the Fairfax riot, the Shavuot riot. The Black Lives Matter people on purpose targeted uh, that neighborhood, uh, wh whether they were trying to get to Beverly. They wanted to go to an affluent area, okay? I think they were trying to get to Beverly Hills. Fairfax is near Beverly Hills, La Brea, whatever you want to call it. I was off of La Brea. Uh, Fair, off of Fairfax is where it was really bad. Fairfax is an Orthodox Jewish neighborhood. And so this uh, front page magazine, which is a, a Jewish publication, uh, they have an article about uh, the riots and what, what, what was going on that day uh, in, in Fairfax. And it's, there was some anti-Semitic stuff is being reported in, in this. Uh, and you don't hear about this. You don't hear about that aspect, that people were uh, vandalizing synagogues. And, uh, of course, in the Jewish, um, the Jewish leaders of L.A., the mainstream Jewish leaders, the secular Jewish leaders, are just like, they're such wimps. They're like, well, okay. They, they ignore that. That they themselves were, they were targeted. They're, they're, the people they're supposed to represent were targeted, Okay. And they're like, they're like, no, let's let's talk about let's let's write Black Lives Matter on chalk on the sidewalk and be happy. It's it's an interesting article. Read 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 the article, and I, I appreciate that take because what most of you are seeing out there, most of you are familiar with secular Jewish leaders. You're like, all, it looks like all the Jews are part of this BLM team, aren't they? It, they're not. No, they're not. Individuals. We're all individuals out there. We all make decisions. Okay. We all make decisions and some of us actually use our head and how any Jewish person could could be be in, in line with this organization is beyond my under is beyond my because they're an anti-Semitic organization, basically. Um, 
And what they did that day, uh, they were targeting uh, synagogues at times, vandalizing. Uh, yeah, it might have been. Was it totally organized to, to, to get the Jews? I don't. They said people were saying they heard things chanted. I don't know. I wasn't obviously. I was not out there at, at that at that time and everything. But re read the article yourself. Um, and so the B BLM is not a good organization. <laughs> how about that? How about we we agree on that one right there? And uh, the the leader, the secular Jewish leaders out there are wimps, are freaking wimps. Now, and they, they, they try to fit in so much with people who hate them. It's just, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You don't do that. You don't lick the boots of someone who's going to kick your butt. I mean, it's, it makes no sense. But again, that's the world we live in. So the, the, these, they're no different. The secular Jews are no different than the secular white people or whatever that are just trying to fit in. That are they think that they, they beg for forgiveness that they're going to be cool. That no, no, that it's a sign of weakness. It's a sign of weakness. You're just going to get targeted even more and more and more. All right, seventeen hundred videos I've done over seventeen hundred videos. Unbelievable. All right, Yaron Brook. So yeah, read that front page magazine article. Interesting. Yaron Brook. He, this video, two good videos recently. They're both linked to below. And he says that every once in a while, you should take a time to sit down and reevaluate your life and say, am I really happy with this life? Am I really happy with this system? If you have a system, and a lot of people don't have a system. Uh, and he reminds everyone that just don't sit there, that you need to learn. Okay. And it takes and that's what I'm doing here when I tell you guys to read the Twitter stuff, when I tell you not to be an algorithm slave and let YouTube tell you what to watch next. You got to be interactive with these type of videos. You got to pay attention. When I watch a Yaron Brook video, uh, I just watched one that was on the Ayn Rand Institute. And there was some guy named Schwartz on there that I'd never heard of before. I immediately go look him up. I watch videos that he's been in. I, I read his Twitter. He's, he, had, he had some good points. They were talking about BLM. Uh, and, but I don't link to that video below. Uh, he, he points out that uh, a, a great – that the United States is a huge country, okay? And to, to an extent where the 50 states, it's almost like – on a certain level, it's like they're 50 different countries. They really should be a lot different from one another. But uh, over time, a lot of them have become quite similar. So the beauty of being a United States citizen is that you don't like a state – you can go move to another state, okay? And there are so many people out there who are like, no, they got to fix my state. They got to bring it to me. I mean, Tucker Carlson is one of those dudes who says that if, if, if a town, if the big company in a town leaves, that the government should bail out that town. No, if you're, you, you got to leave, you got to change. The world changes. You leave your small town and move to a new state if you can't get by there anymore. Or do it remotely. Figure out ways. You cannot rely on the government to solve your problems. And that is the beauty of the United States is that if you're willing to travel, if you're willing to move, you, you can get a whole new experience. I mean, Florida. I mean, I've been to all states. I've been to every state. I believe I've been to every state. <laughs> I, get, I there was like, I think in Alabama, I've been in, only in the airport or something. But, but, but besides that point, all right, Florida is a lot different than uh, Oregon, okay? Vermont is a lot different 
than Montana. But there is some, there are some similarities, but especially between New Hampshire and Montana. You would be surprised. There's an independent streak in New Hampshire, there's an independent streak in Montana. And with all this being said, I I, I wish you know our neighbors to the north in Canada, uh, I wish we had an open border with them and that we we could travel freely and because I've I've loved seeing the difference from Quebec and Alberta. Al- Alberta, they're just they're so free. I love you guys in, in Alberta. And, and Quebec obviously is is, is French oriented and everything. But okay, uh, that's neither here nor there talking about that having because it's so ridiculous that I can't bring an apple from Ross Washington State into British Columbia. It's so that is that is how ridiculous this world is. That uh, you, no, you, you can't bring an apple from uh, Washington. And it's the same freaking apples. But this is what this this insane border between the two state the two countries. All right, so I was uh, went went on a went on a little rant about that. And Yaron Brook, the other show I want you to watch. Uh, and and it, it takes effort to learn, people. That you. It, that, that's why it's 20 percenters and 80 percenters, okay? The 80 percenters, they don't take the effort, really. I mean, that's why 20 percenters are productive a lot of the time. They learn, okay? They learn, they become more productive, and they produce 80 percent of the wealth, okay? Now, he, he has a video about the Federal Reserve, and it's called Federal Reserve Markets and the Economy. And there is a good non-conspiracy uh, explanation of the history of the Fed. He is, is one of the best ones I've heard. Doesn't get into conspiracy stuff, but 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 talks about the current fascist state of the economy and how it has accelerated so much since the virus. The Fed is buying everything. Okay, they're, 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 they're getting into every market. They're picking winners and losers. And he says that no one is talking about this. And clearly, he is not in the Bitcoin space because in the Bitcoin space. I will give everybody credit. People have been talking about this for a long time. The, the Federal uh, Reserve's uh, mismanaging of the economy. They shouldn't be managing the economy at all. Every Everything they do, it, it distorts the, the distortions. Now, Peter Schiff talks about it too, and I think he actually mentions that Peter Schiff talks about it. But Yaron Brook wants to make it seem like he he's the one that's talking about it. And he is talking about it. It's great. But here in the Bitcoin space, we've been saying some of the same things that he's been saying for quite some time. But um, someone asked him about Bitcoin in this uh, toward the end of this video. And he says blockchain over Bitcoin. He doesn't understand why Bitcoin is special. There's there's thousands of cryptocurrencies. He clearly doesn't understand it. He clearly does not understand Bitcoin. So it, it can show you it shows you that here's a smart guy. He understands the Federal Reserve. He understands the fascist state of the economy. When he gets the Bitcoin, it stops. Okay, and so you have to evaluate everyone. You know, there's so many smart people out there. Ben Shapiro is incredibly smart, and he's still paranoid about the mask and stuff. Now, again, he he's not a bootlicker or anything anymore. He was really scared at first too, uh, and he's a genius. And, and, and it just there's a give and take to every subject matter. People can. Some people can grasp different subject matters on a different on different levels, and some people let emotion get into it, and some people let distractions get into it. it doesn't even the most genius of people out there, okay, are free are, are wrong about the numbers when it comes to the virus and stuff. Don't get it because they're letting their emotions get in the way. So Yaron Brook gets the Federal Reserve totally. 
Bitcoin, he's lost. And maybe he hasn't done his research properly. I don't know. And he's, he also has Trump derangement syndrome. There's no doubt about it. And that is a distraction. And that is a weakness on his part. Now, you, you can d dislike Trump and everything. That's fine. But when he, he's taken to another level, you should never, you don't have to like anyone. But if you let some, some uh, individual, you, you have derangement syndrome around that individual, you you got an issue. You got to you, you got to live through yourself. Remember, you're letting that you're putting that person on too big of a pedestal on a pedestal. And it's surprising that Yaron Brook would, would would do something like that since he's into individualism and everything. He lets Trump get on his nerves too much. And yes, I mentioned that. Uh, I mentioned the Bitcoin, the uh, Beyond Big old Beyond Bitcoin shows are going to come up and very soon. All right, and they are classics. I'm going to check the chat in a second. Hang on. The Belmont horse race was today, which is part of the Triple Crown. I had no idea. I knew it got post. I knew the date was changed. I had no idea, no idea at all that uh, it was uh, today. I didn't know it was rescheduled for today. Uh, and it, it shocked, it's shocking to me uh, that, you know, usually I know about these things. So maybe I've been, I, maybe it's a good sign that I, I'm more focused on production, productive uh, activities, but I, I will give them credit. At least they had it. At least they did not cancel it. There have been so many things that have been canceled, but the way the Triple Crown is supposed to work, it's the Kentucky Derby, then the Preakness in Baltimore, then uh, the Belmont. So now they're doing the Belmont in June, the Kentucky Derby in September, and the Preakness in October. You'd think they could arrange this better. At least, now no, apparently there were no fans there, at least they had it. At least uh, some money was made off of it and everything. I don't encourage gambling. Uh, but but it, I'm just shocked. I didn't even know it was going on, man. All right. If you got questions, type in some questions there, dudes, because we're, we're running out of time. Oh, yeah. Who would want to be a cop now? Who would want to be a cop now? I, I don't know who would want to be a cop. <laughs> it, 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 Maybe probably the worst type of person would want to be a cop now. Like, nah, I'll never get in trouble. I can do whatever I want to do. I mean, they're they're being scrutinized right now. Now, part of the title tonight was "Don't Join the U.S. Armed Forces." And why would you die as a soldier for the United States? What well, I, I wouldn't die as a soldier for the United States. Why sacrifice myself for the United States of America? When we are living in this time of abundance where machines can do it all, okay? People need to stop joining the armed forces so that it all becomes robots and machines and uh, drones and everything, okay? There is no reason when, when the United States produces the best technology on the face of the earth that we need humans to, to do this, to, to sacrifice young people to wars anymore. What's the point? What's the point? Um, if you join the armed forces, you have to. You you are the ultimate indentured servant. Okay, I mean you are you are saying okay, you're going to pay me some money here, and I'm going to do exactly what you're going to tell me to do to the point where I can get killed in some horrible desert somewhere and get some disease because that you who knows what you're exposed to the chemicals you're out there that you're exposed to during these wars. I mean, the Gulf Wars and everything, these guys, I don't know what they were exposed to, but we don't need that anymore. It, it, it's not, there's no point in this. 
I, I don't understand. I think some people want, they think there's prestige or they want a government job. But I mean, this is what a big boys play, dudes. You got to, you got to, if you're one of those dudes that like joins the army, then you're like, you're, you're angry at the end. Well, they made me do this. They made me, dude, uh, I'm not dying for Israel. I'm not dying for Saudi Arabia. I'm not, you know, making up all these excuses. Why, why are you joining? What, it doesn't, we don't need, does, they don't need humans anymore. It should all be automated. So if people stopped joining, then it would force the United States government to make it totally automated, which is, it's easy to do. And the enemies of the United States would be scared. They would be, the, the enemies of the United States now know that they can take hostages. Uh, they can, they can capture people. It, if the United, if there's no possibility of the United States having casualties, in a in a confrontation, they're going to be scared. They're not going to want to battle the United States. If the, if the United States has robots and drones and that's all they have, they'll hesitate. They they will they they will hesitate out there. So, you know, all, all the haters of Israel and all the haters out there that are like, you know, the the, the United States Army just died. I don't want. You know, okay, dude, we we get it. You don't like Jewish people, et cetera, et cetera. That's great. That's that's awesome. Um, but uh, you don't want. Americans dying for America. Okay. It's that simple. You don't want Americans dying for America. And there's no need for that anymore. Okay. There's no need. There's no need for it anymore. No more prisoners of war. There, they, they, nothing like this. Robots, drones, everything automated from the comfort of the, of the United States. And, and I, hey, I'm not in the wars or anything like that. If the enemies know, if, if, if the bad guys out there know, that's what they're going to go against, that there's no chance of them killing Americans. They're going to think twice about anything that they do. They're going to listen uh, to the United States. And uh, other countries should do it too, other good countries. Why? I, I don't know why any country that has the technology risks human beings anymore. There's, there's no point. Some people go, oh, we need the, the police force in the no, – th th that's not what the army's for, to be a police force in Iraq. It's insane. Just uh, – Robots, robots and drones. All right, now, so young young people, you, if you, you want a college grant or something like that, it's not worth a college grant to die, okay, uh, or, or, or a, a government job or, or the prestige because your dad did it or your grandfather did it. No, um, it's it, this is a new world. This is a new world out there. It's a new world. It's a modern world. It is, it is a world of abundance, and on, on this side of the abundance, just let the machines do it, okay? Live a comfortable – you don't have to put your life on the line for your country anymore. You do not – no one needs to put their life on the line for the United States of America with the technology that we have, period. That's the end of the story. Now, uh, here we got something about the media causing division. Here, this person says, unbelievable. Imagine the media exploiting an event that seldom occurs to stir fear and division into us. So weird. So yes, the media has done that with the uh, uh, the events surrounding the riots. The media has done that with the virus. The p young people, healthy people, rarely dying, but they they exploit it. They they put it out there, or they make it seem like that's happening to cause division. To cause fear, and they make it seem like there's uh, black people are being hunted down. All right, this is like they, they were living in a time of lynchings, and they were living like in 1860 or 1840, and we're not. And 
it, it causes division. Now, yes, black people do get killed. They, I'm, there are racial reasons why some black people get killed, okay? But to, to make it seem like this is the norm and that cops are hunting down black people and stuff, uh, again, it causes division. It causes fear. And it's, it's amazing, the, the media's revenue model. And, hey, this is where the big boys play. If the media wants to do that, the mainstream media, the ABC, NBC, whatever, let them do that. As grown-ups, as individuals, you got to ignore it. You got to call it out when you see it and just don't let it get you emotionally charged up, all right? Do not accept the new normal. Remember that, people. Okay, we talked about India and China already, and we talked about uh, Carl Denninger's post. All right. Keep on being an individual, people. Be proud. No revenge. No scapegoating. No scapegoating. No resentment. Be an adult. All right. That is it. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below. Subscribe to the main channel too. Remember, this is the backup channel. Pound that like button. Do tweet this out so people know that the backup channel is live every Saturday night with the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll say hi to you dudes in the chat. Bye-bye.